This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Here we go. MP on the mic. Little breaking news for you. You just heard it. Dan Quinn is the new coach of the Washington Commanders. He'll be the first hire under owner Josh Harris. Uh, I I can tell you my initial read is the fan base isn't going to like this. My initial gut reaction is I don't think the fans are going to love this. Uh, I'm not going to talk you all the way off the edge. I'm going to let you dangle there for a minute. Uh, But I I don't think this is as catastrophic as some lead it to believe. Now, I'll, I'll give you... I'm going to bring in Awad here in a minute for his take, but I want to give you my quick take first here, and that is they know, Josh Harris and his crew know, the fan base doesn't want Dan Quinn. Josh Harris knows nobody here is happy uh, that Dan Quinn's going to be the next coach. That, honestly, warms me up to it a little bit. The fact that they know this is an unpopular selection, the fact that they know fans aren't going to enjoy this, uh, but they make the pick anyway, they pull the trigger. Look, there's no sugarcoating it. I know what they'll say at the press conference Monday. Uh, oh, this was our guy. We had we loved him the whole time. Ben Johnson was their guy. Uh, desperation play for Mike McDonald fell through. Uh, Dan Quinn was not their first choice. He is a solid choice, though. He is a respected NFL coach. He will play nice with Adam Peters, Adam Peters being the most important hire of this cycle. And the fact that they were willing to cut against the grain to do it tells me they're okay with this slash they really like this. Uh, because they know how the fan feedback is going to go here. Now, there's questions. He's a defensive guy. Uh, he He's had some mediocre records. He's coming off of one of the all-time great stinkers of a game, letting Jordan Love march all over him. There are negatives. There are positives, too. He's got a... He's got a deep network. He can get offensive coordinators. Uh, you know, you're you're going to see these names flying around over the next little while. By the way, one way out of left field, uh, I'll throw out there for you right now, Chip Kelly uh, is a name I've heard. Not that he's the name. Nikki Javala, the Washington Post, puts out there. Clint Kubiak in the mix. You're going to get a professional offensive coordinator to work with whoever this this number two guy is. This tells me Adam Peters is the guy in the building, and it was very important to them to pick somebody who they thought would work well with Adam Peters and the roster he constructed. All right, bring in my guy AWOD, AWOD Radio here. Uh, Adam, first reaction, Dan Quinn's coach of the Washington Commanders. A bit of a shock. Now, I will say this is the first guy that I was interested in Washington hiring because I said all along, I want the Commanders to hire a defensive specialist because that is where Ron Rivera botched it. If this team's defense was not 32nd in the league, I think we would have had a better season from Sam Howell with Eric Bieniemy. Uh, but the problem is the defense was just giving up too many points. Now, we also talked about this earlier this week. There is a chance, I think, that the coach who gets hired, now Dan Quinn, is only here for two or three years, gets blown out, and then they bring in that superstar head coach with a new stadium, you know, and 
build a contender by 2028. You know, this is this is a process here. Adam Peters coming from San Francisco. He understands the process that it's not going to take one year to turn this thing around. They need to hit on 10 or 15 draft picks. The, this, this is not a Super Bowl roster next year, and this isn't going to be close to a Super Bowl roster. I mean, whoever you take, and we'll go down this road later, whoever you take at number two, I don't want them starting week one at quarterback, not behind this offensive line. When we talk about drafting offensive linemen, you draft them to develop for a year. You draft them to be ready a year later. This is going to take time to build this roster out. Uh, I, I do think Dan Quinn fits the culture motto that, that's going on here and going strong here. The culture uh, importance that obviously Josh Harris has placed on this. Look, there's a number of questions here. And I'm prepared to give you speculative answers for those questions. Why was Dan Quinn on a flight back to Dallas Tuesday morning? Why was it a commercial jet? Right? That's not that's not top pick behavior. The guy's in the building. You let him leave the building and you set him down to Reagan to go stand in the TSA line. That doesn't scream, you were our first pick. Right. I know not everything's private jets and, you know, I've... I've, look, I've been on flights to Indy to the Combine, and the coaching staff's been on them. They don't fly private everywhere you go. But for a for a $6 billion organization for their first hire, they brought the guy in, they liked the presentation, they sent him back to Reagan to go home. That, that doesn't scream, don't let this guy out of the building, this is our guy. The home run hire for the Commanders was Ben Johnson. They didn't get their guy. In fact, feels like they didn't even get a chance to interview him in person. Right, because he told them he wasn't interested while the team was on the way to Detroit. Had they done a Zoom interview with Ben Johnson before that? Had they we did. confirmed that? They did. So they did do one initial interview with Ben Johnson over Zoom. We're trying to do the second one in person because, yeah. in my mind, they circled him as their top choice. Can I dive into Ben Johnson for a second? Because sure. the, 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 the media, right, we're the media, the media tripping all over themselves to say, he was never a lock. We never told you he was a lock. That bothers me. Because Ben Johnson was their guy. And you had reports last week he's going to bring the offensive line coach with him, yeah. right? He's starting to line up his staff. I don't know what happened that he changed his mind. What I do know is lots of very important people thought that Ben Johnson was going to be the next coach of this football right. team. Right, and, and we also had the leaks from today where Ben Johnson told reporters that the only job he was interested in was the Chargers, and with that we're kind of assuming that he only wants to work with an established quarterback, Justin Herbert, Jared Goff. If he came to Washington, there's the unknown at the quarterback position. And so, look, uh, I think I don't buy that. they went with a defensive-minded coach, and they're going to need to now hit a home run at the offense coordinator position. They need Because they missed out on Ben Johnson, now they need to hit two home runs. Dan Quinn is better positioned to hire an offensive coordinator than Mike McDonald was. I think Mike McDonald, yeah. right, you're getting the high ceiling, low floor. No. High, but I think they high, wanted him. Yeah. He just chose Seattle. Well, I I don't think they were all in from the get-go. I think if they had wanted him for the last week, he'd be theirs. All right, so let me I, ask you this. I think they wanted him after Ben Johnson bailed. That's right. very different. How far down the list of top candidates did they have to go to get to Dan Quinn? I say at least three. I, I, I think he's probably three. I, I I think that it's hard to know just how much the Mike McDonald was, oh, shoot, let's scramble and get a hot name versus, like, we really love this guy. Well, but Bobby Slowick was up there, too. I don't think Bobby Slowick really? was up there. No, I don't, okay. I don't think Bobby Slowick was in their top three. They okay. liked Gwen more than Bobby Slowick. They thought he needed more time. Okay. Uh, they they clearly liked Ben Johnson the best. Whatever, whatever it is, we can say definitively, Dan Quinn was not number one yeah. on the list. 
That that much we can say for sure. Are you are you at all questioning the advisory board that Josh Harris put together here and the way they went about this process? I don't know. It, it, I think you have to. Like it, I, I I get they, it. Like we have to turn into Tom Lavero and, and go after the no. the owner because look, the optics don't look good. It's they they put a committee together to go get Ben Johnson. They got Ben Johnson. There was a heartbreaking loss. Something happened. They didn't get Ben Johnson. You were always going to scramble from that position, right? Like, because if if they had gone down the road hot and heavy with Mike McDonald the whole way, and then oh wait, no, we're going to hire Ben Johnson. That looks bad as an organization too. You're leading a guy on, right? You maybe cost a guy other opportunities to be a head coach. Now you got a you got a grudge building there. I. The the Ben Johnson decision threw the whole thing into chaos. I don't think Quinn's a bad choice, and I, I'll, I'll double down. I think the fact that the, the fans don't like him makes him almost a better choice <laughs> if they're willing to go with him anyway because Dan Snyder would have never done such a Let thing. Let me ask you this question, though, because I think we both agree the commanders hit the home run with the GM hire, Adam Peters, right? A lot of teams wanted him. Washington got him, right? So you'd say, yep. hey, of the GM vacancies, we got the number one guy. Yes. All right? Head coaches. There was commanders, Seahawks, Falcons, Panthers, Chargers, Titans, Raiders, Patriots. I don't think we're in the top one, two, or three in terms of hires. I'd put Harbaugh going to the Chargers ahead of us. I like Raheem Morris to the Falcons. You know, Seahawks getting I, McDonald. It's funny you mentioned Morris because I do think Morris was at the top of the list too. He just grabbed a chair sooner. I, I'm Look, Harbaugh would have won, but you can't hire Harbaugh and Peters. You can't have both of them in the same building. Yeah. I like Vrabel. You can't have Vrabel and Adam Peters in the right. same building. I mean, I think you said at, it earlier at a certain this point, segment. you got to pick. This coaching hire makes you realize just how much power Adam Peters has. Yes. Yeah, the the top candidates were not going to come to a place where they were second fiddle, and that's the structure here. You're betting on the structure, not the name itself. All right, step aside for a second. Coming back, live reaction here, 910 The Fan. Uh, light up the phones if you want, 833-804-0910. We'll take calls on the other side. This is 910 The Fan, now 105.1 FM. All right, taking your reaction to the breaking news, the Washington Commanders have hired Dan Quinn to be their next head coach, first hire of the Josh Harris era at head coach. Uh, I think we all agree he nailed the GM hire, got his guy, Adam Peters from the San Francisco 49ers. He's going to be the architect of this team. We are taking your reaction right now on the phones, 833-804-0910. On Twitter, Michael P. and RVA and at AWOD. Radio, our guy George says he thinks you've hit on something. Awad with Quinn being here two to three years as they turn this roster over. I get, I get what everybody's saying. I mean, this is the this is the owner who did the process in Philadelphia. Yeah, this you is the trust guy. It. This is the guy who ran it into the ground for for two years to to bring it back like a phoenix. I just don't <laughs> think the NFL is suited for that. I don't think the NFL is suited for a three year cycle. I Look, I think in two years you could have this roster back up and ready to go. Look at what the Eagles did. They tore it down. They rebuilt it. They're back in the Super Bowl. Right, but, you know, I don't think we want to just tear it down and get to the point where we can make one run. We want to be able to have longevity and make three or four runs to a conference title game. And that, I think, for that to happen, we need to hit on three straight drafts. Like I, I get what you're saying. We could in two years, maybe we make a magical run, get to an NFC title game. We're not going back the next year, right? We would need to hit draft after draft after draft. 
I don't know. I don't I, I don't think that's true. I think in two years you could have this team, the core of a sustainable team, ready to go. And that that's my argument for potentially keeping Jonathan Allen, too. Because I, I think everybody takes it for granted at this point. Jonathan Allen will be traded. And honestly, I probably would if I were them. It's a very it's a very team friendly. I'm contract. I'm way more interested in trading Deron Payne. But that contract's less team friendly, so you get less for him. Yeah, I'm more interested in turning Deron Payne into a nose tackle, like he is. <laughs> like, I think I think we sleep on how nice it will be to have competent defensive coaching in the building. Well, that's the thing. The defense needs to be elite under Dan Quinn. There, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh, within, I'm going to say the first year, they need to be top 15. They and they can be. They the, the talent level is there. Is it though with the secondary? I mean, we, we both kind of went back and forth on Benjamin St. Juice. I loved him. I thought LASIK eye surgery was going to fix him. It didn't. Well, Jameis Winston was going to get fixed by LASIK eye right, surgery, yeah. too, back <laughs> in the day. I He's got raw talent. I yeah. mean, what is this if not a defensive play to bring in a coach who knows what he's doing on the defensive side of the ball? And, and you know, Dan Quinn's got to think this out, too. Is this what I can do? I am curious because uh, you remember the Adam Peters press conference. All he said, what are you going to do with the number two pick? I got to talk to the coach. Who do you like at quarterback? I got to talk to the coach. Now that the coach is Dan Quinn, does that change your mind at all on how much Adam Peters has to talk to the coach? Because it sure feels like this is his pick to either deal or pick at number two. I I have always said, if you went younger coach, Ben Johnson, you team him up with a brand new quarterback. With Dan Quinn, you could say, hey, let's use that draft pick on an offensive lineman or trade back and run with Howell again or bring in a veteran. Trade back and then pick an offensive line. You're yeah. not you're not turning the no, card no, no. for Alton too. No, no, no. Okay, no, good. No, no, no. Good. I was going to have to check your forehead yeah, for a yeah, fever yeah. or something. No, here. but yeah. I, I do think that you you you're not guaranteed to take a quarterback with a veteran coach like that. Who look, I think they could be thinking at Kirk. I really think that they could be looking at this as, hey, can we get a Kirk Cousins yeah. 2.0? Yeah, you know, and and compete right because you brought in a defensive guy to make your defense elite. Your offense. Need some help. You know, we talk about Detroit a lot these days. Detroit brought in Jared Goff. And what is Jared if not Kirk? Right. California Kirk, right? Yeah. You can you can find those guys, and I think there's going to be enough excitement in the building and around the building about these guys. Uh, the Dan Quinn hire has a ceiling. The Ben Johnson hire didn't have a ceiling. The Mike McDonald hire doesn't have a ceiling. Those guys could be great. Do Those you, guys could also totally flame out. Right. The Dan Quinn hire is much more of a we're going to stabilize this this foundation for two or three years, for, as opposed to we're going to shoot for the stars. Here. Yeah, I, I think you're right about that. I I also I think um, Dan Quinn's ceiling. What is that? What does that look like? Right? Can he can he turn this into a Super Bowl roster? Dan Quinn should be wearing a ring if Kyle Shanahan hadn't. You know, yacked well, up. Well, but Kyle Shanahan is part of the reason they got to that. Super no Bowl. question. He needs no a question. Kyle Shanahan type hire at offense coordinator. No question. He's got a. Who's the bright young mind? Let's How get the get hell away in? from Dallas, though. Right? Like you don't need to bring in a bright mind from Dallas. I don't think they're that bright. I'll say this though, for and I agree, Kellen Moore is the only coordinator I've liked there in recent memory. But he's he's now. Where did take, he just get hired? He just got hired somewhere. Yeah, I, yeah he's off the market. Uh, it, it's. Whoever they bring in, I, I would love for it to be a young guy for him to go try to find the next Kyle. I will say this, though. I like the idea of kneecapping Dallas coming into their all-in year. Yeah, I like the idea of, of, of the Cowboys losing major parts of their defensive coaching staff because the defense was a big reason the Cowboys were successful this year. Obviously, great athletes. 
we don't have a Micah Parsons. No, There's I, no, there are no Micah Parsons here, and right. he's not walking through that door. But the coaching was a big part of that staff and that success. I do love kind of, you know, hurting your enemy at the same time that you're building I, yourself. And so late in the cycle, too, right? They, we, we've seen big names come off the board at defensive coordinator. We, we've seen the Vic Fangios get spoken for, you know. And, yeah, and, but and, if, if the Cowboys somehow got Vrabel to be their D.C., watch out. Oof, <laughs> you know? Oof. Yeah, that'd be that'd be red hot. Like I don't think we can do that at OC and all of a sudden, you know, people look at us like, "Wow, look at that hire right there." Right? Like the other problem with the OC is you're, you you almost want to custom tailor that to whoever you pick at quarterback, right? right. If you take Drake Drake May, there's a certain kind of offensive coordinator you want. If you take Jaden Daniels, there's a certain kind of offensive coordinator right, right. you want. Yeah. And and some guys are good enough to work with either style, but but these these are important decisions you've got coming up, and I think to me, the Dan Quinn hire, we're breaking down the Dan Quinn hire right here, 910 The Fan, 1051 FM, reading your tweets live on the air. To me, the, the Dan Quinn hire says, we have fully entrusted uh, this, this process to Adam Peters. Adam Peters is going to set the tone, set the roster, set the approach going forward, and Dan Quinn is going to walk in lockstep with that as opposed to holding hands and being at the combine and co-scouting that number two pick. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. It, 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 there's so much you got to factor in here. And, and the offensive coordinator is big, but also, are you even going to play whoever you draft at number two right out of the gate? I, they, you can make an argument that you should probably sit them for a little while, Mahomes style, while you fix the offensive line, while you fix the offense. Terry McLaurin's not going to like to hear that. Uh, if Charles Leno stays, Charles Leno's not going to like to hear that. Jonathan Allen's really not going to like to hear that. But the truth of the matter is, you think they're three years away, I think they're two years away. We both agree, this ain't the year. This is not the year for the Washington Commanders. Don't do anything stupid right out of the gate. There is something to be said about just stabilizing the franchise. Like, you know, it was a sinking ship with Ron Rivera. There were a million mistakes made. Number one in the draft. Number two, the quarterback. And then number three, the coaching decisions in-game. Like, he didn't throw the challenge flag against the Eagles. Everybody I talk to that's Commanders fan still brings that up. Like, how did you let Devontae Smith make a fourth down catch out of bounds without throwing the challenge yeah. flag? Dan, Dan Quinn now has to come in and throw the challenge flag. <laughs> Can I take that on real quick? Because I do think the insult that's going to be lobbed here at Dan Quinn is it's Ron Rivera 2.0. Oh, you went out and got yourself another Ron Rivera. You, We all saw how bad Ron Rivera was. And you said, hmm, what if we ran that back? but picked a different Ron Rivera with a different facial hairstyle. Like, he, he is a career coach who had one crack at head coach, had a 500 record, defensive guy, and look, I'm not here to tell you that's entirely wrong. I'm just here to tell you Dan Snyder's not in the building, and that matters. And I don't know how, many, how long we're going to have to say that for. Probably another 6 to 12 months, honestly. Dan Snyder's not in the building anymore. And that matters immensely. Not to suggest Ron Rivera would have been successful under Josh Harris, but this is a totally different situation because nobody's coming off a yacht to make draft picks. Because he doesn't have to do administrative things too. Because he's not going to be giving subpoenas to congressional testimony uh, instead of coaching the football team. All those things matter so, so much more than Dan Quinn being hired today as head coach. I'll take Dan Quinn, a coach who made it to the Super Bowl with Matt Ryan, over Ron Rivera, who made it to the Super Bowl with Cam Newton. Cam Newton carried that team. Matt Ryan was just a guy. That that defense was good that year, too. That Falcons defense was good that year. Dan Quinn's got the chance, I think, to transform this defense quickly. 
and the offense slowly. And the OC hire is going to be a very important, very big hire for these guys, obviously. That's the number one to me as you look at Dan Quinn getting hired. Look, the the fan base isn't going to like this. And, and I'm not running away from that. And, and we see that on our tweets, on the messages, on the timeline here. The fan base does not like getting Dan Quinn because the fan base perceives correctly that they didn't get they didn't get their first shot. Well, that's life. You have Josh Harris now. That doesn't entitle you to whoever you want. Things happen in life. Sometimes you don't get your first pick. You got it. You got to You made your bed. You got to lie in it now. And Dan Quinn's the one making that bet. Dan Quinn's first year in Atlanta gets off to a five and zero start. Finishes the season eight and eight. Second year Super Bowl appearance, eleven and five record, twenty eight to three lead over the New England Patriots. He, look, if if he has a ring, I think we view him a little bit differently. Now. Absolutely, and I, I think he's viewed a little bit differently. And I, I, what he did in Seattle with the Legion of Boom, I don't want to sleep on that either. That's one of the great defenses. Obviously, Pete Carroll had a hand in that. Yeah, uh, but I think that I think that's very important to remember. Is this is a guy with a distinguished NFL history. All right, we're going into breaking news mode here. AWOD's here. I'm here. We're going to be here for a while talking about this. Step aside for a minute. We'll be back. You're listening to 910 The Fan now 105.1 FM. We are live and local uh, on 910 The Fan, 105.1 FM. I was just talking with GP. GP GP is getting me on the show today. I was was thinking about that. They're they're on both stations. Grant and Danny will drive you home. AWOD Radio at noon. We're both here breaking down the live. Breaking news, Dan Quinn will be the next head coach of the Washington Commanders. I am intrigued. Uh, let me let me read a couple uh, couple reader feedbacks here, listener feedbacks. Um, I'm just saying, when has the sexy move ever worked out for us? I, <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't buy that because they, they've been making that case for like 20 years now. Uh, Ron Rivera wasn't the sexy hire. Jay Gruden wasn't the sexy hire. They haven't been doing that for a while. Shanahan um, was the sexy the, hire back then. Sure. Shanahan is, Shanahan is the last... Sexy, sexy hire. hire they've made. Yeah. Robert was the last sexy draft. Although pick. Grant and Danny would argue that Adam Peters was a sexy hire. They oh, call him a, McDreamy all the time. He's a dreamboat, no yeah. question. <laughs> uh, this feels like Jim Zorn 2.0 all over again. I disagree uh, there. I, I do too. I think that alludes to the fact that Zorn was not the first choice in the search. The search mm-hmm. dragged on. They had to turn in the card. They had to pick somebody. Do you think that they felt like they needed to get this done before Super Bowl week? Well, if they didn't pick somebody this week, they had to wait until after the Super Bowl. You can't uh, steal the thunder from the NFL. You can't steal the thunder during Super Bowl week. And then also the longer this drags on, everybody says, if you pick one of these guys, well, they've been there the whole time. Right. Dan Quinn was in your building on Tuesday morning. How long do you need to wait before deciding he's the guy? Right. Also, you got to assemble the we got offensive coordinator interviews going on. You got interviews all over the place. If you're going to assemble a staff, you need to know by now who it's going to be. And that's why, you know, there was some talk that after yesterday's news, last night and this morning, that they were going to possibly wait to then interview a Kansas City or a San Francisco coordinator till after the Super Bowl. That's now out. That, that to me, was the way they would have saved face, Yeah, was to hire one of those guys and say, oh, you guys were just making stuff up the whole time. Right, we wanted we, the guy that won the Lombardi. We wanted him all along. Yeah. Well, boy, you guys look pretty foolish for what you did. Um, but you, you can't, as much as you get Adam Schefter to tweet, you can't duck the reality here, which is the 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 eggs were in the Ben Johnson basket. That That's where they were. It didn't happen. I don't think it sets this franchise back. Uh, and honestly... 
you're you're going to have another shot. If Adam Peters can show he can build a roster over the next couple of years, uh, I think you'll have another shot at a great coach if you need to have another shot at a great coach. Now, you mentioned you're on team tradeback now with yeah. the Dan Quinn thing. Stubbs has been on team tradeback for a while. You ready for my hot take? Yeah. I think they want to trade back into next year and into 25 mm-hmm. and into 26. I think if they're going to go full process, I don't think this is about – how do we get a lot of third round picks this year? I think this is about how do we get go go bear style, right? How do we get more first round picks next, next year. year at when we win and seven really games? make this a three how year we, process? How yeah. do we pick at the top of the first round in two years when we think we're a wild card team? I, I like that, and, and I want to make it clear: I'm team trade back or trade up because I still Caleb. believe Caleb is the guy. To Caleb, still believe Caleb's the guy. Okay. I'm not all in on Drake May or Jaden Daniel. And, you know, and, and look, there's still another unknown, which is who is he going to hire as his offensive coordinator? I think the team needs to hit that home run at the offensive coordinator hire because Dan Quinn is your defensive-minded guy. Uh, Clint Kubiak's the name that keeps coming up. He's the 49ers offensive passing game specialist this right. year. That's but what about Brian Greasy? He is their quarterback's coach right now. You, you love you some Brian Greasy. I like the name. You, you are greasied up for Greasy. That I is, mean, uh, does that 49ers offense look good or what? Are you what, giving all the credit to Kyle Shanahan? If loving Brian Greasy is wrong, you don't want to be right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think if, if you're going to trade back, which to me says you don't love Daniels or May, I'm a Jaden Daniels guy. I reserve the right to change my mind as we go down this road. I, <laughs> I, I think Jaden Daniels has the tools you're looking for to succeed in the modern NFL. But if you don't like either of those guys, I don't think you trade back. I think you trade out and get into future drafts where you might be able to find it. Unless you love Penix or McCarthy or right. one of these late late first round guys, get into next year. Let Sam Howell get get 70 sacks again this year. Solve that problem down the line. Remind the, the audience how the Bears accomplished that. How did they trade back, but then also, you know, make sure that that draft pick was so high? Well, and, and part of that's part of that's luck, and part of that's scouting, right? So they've got the number one pick, and, and they don't need a quarterback because they got Justin Fields. So who do we trade it to? They traded it to the Carolina Panthers, right? So if you trade it to Houston, remember Houston was in the running to come up. Well. You were going to be picking 17 this year and not right, one. Right. So part of this is strategic. Who do you trade it to, right? You want to trade it to a team that you assume is still a few years away that as you well. think is going to fall on their face this year. Right. Unfortunately, Carolina's already traded out, so you, you can only trade with Carolina so many times. That That's the obvious contender. I don't know that there's a lot of NFL teams that are like, they will super obviously be bad next year. Yeah. That's where you got to lean on your scouting department. Got to, got to make that call. But if you trade with a team and then that team makes the Super Bowl or makes the playoffs, now you're picking at 17 next year, you're right back in the same spot. You don't right. you don't have a shot at a quarterback. Yeah. That, that that's that's what's important here is if you don't take a quarterback this year, you have to put yourself in position to get a quarterback in a future year. Because I, I think you would agree with me. All that matters at the end of the day is having that guy. There are just so few teams that can do it without having that guy. Does this hire change your thoughts on Sam Howell starting as QB1 for week one next year. I, I I remain all in on Sam Howell starting week one next year. Really? Even if you trade up for Caleb Williams. I just, you can't fix this offensive line in time. I would love a like, Sam Howell's going to start the first six weeks and then we'll see how things are going. Uh, maybe a reduced schedule for, for your top draft pick. I don't love the idea of subjecting them to 17 games of punishment in their first NFL season. I'd, it just feels like if you're truly building for the future, those six games 
don't matter from a wins and losses standpoint, Correct. but potentially do matter from a confidence standpoint. But at the same time, if Houston had sat C.J. Stroud for six games, they would not be a playoff team. No question. And that playoff experience is no going to benefit them in the future. No question. Yeah, yeah. Houston's got it humming. Uh, that That's the model you want to emulate. But Bryce Young probably should have been sat for six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Maybe 12. <laughs> But that's why it's fascinating because C.J. Stroud was, oh, you can't take an Ohio State quarterback. Everybody knows that. And then the Ohio State quarterback turns out to be the good one in the lot. Nobody knows anything. Nobody knows anything. That's my my take on NFL drafting, right? (laughs) You've got the rankings. You've got, hey, we think this guy's going to be good. We think this guy's not going to be good. Grant and Danny talk about this all the time, right? You have a higher percentage chance the higher you pick of landing, but it's never a guarantee. So you want as many lottery tickets as you can get. That's why That's why I don't mind the trade back. But at some point, you need to make sure you're in position to get a quarterback, either by acquiring one in a trade, by signing one, or drafting one. All right. Uh, AWOD Radio up next. I'm hanging around. It's breaking news. Dan Quinn is the next head coach of the Washington Commanders. Uh, we are taking the pulse of the fan base, and I just want to say you're not happy. I get that. We get that. Uh, I'm, I'm talking to you a little bit off the ledge. I'm going to let you pitch your chair on the edge and sit out there. Uh, but I, I get why you're not happy this morning. More on AWOD Radio. Keep it locked right here. Breaking sports news on 910 The Fan, not 105.1 FM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.